y'all. Welcome to today's episode of Every Mom Meets a Friend. As you know, we are kicking off this friendship series and it's going to go especially through the month of May, but maybe we'll leak into June. I do have some other episodes that I'm kind of excited about that maybe we'll go off script a little bit, but we definitely are going to have some episodes focused on friendship and I hope y'all are pumped about that. This is Every Mom Needs a Friend, y'all. But I just want to remind y'all that this is something I talked about last week, but this is deep in my heart because I know it's deep in your heart. I know for my friends who have lots of friends that they still feel this sense of loneliness every once in a while. I know for my friends who have moved to a new place that they feel a sense of loneliness. I know for my friends that are trying to build up their friend circle that they have periods of loneliness. And I think it's because we are so stretched thin when it comes to being a mom and all that entails. And that really the idea that you're with these little people all day and you're being touched all day, at least I am. But it's not about the amount of time I spend like talking all day. It's about that feeling of filling up your cup in that friend category. And I know that every mom needs a friend came from this idea that I was so lonely, y'all. I have been so lonely and I've been lonely recently, but it's been really fun to see how my friendships have grown here in Seattle. And that's only by the grace of God and honestly, by putting my foot on the gas pedal. So I feel like that's what I want to talk about over these next couple weeks, but it only makes sense to lay the land. And I've been reading this book called Find Your People. It was given to me by a friend that is near and dear to my heart, my sweet Hannah from New Hampshire. And it's a really great book. So find your people. I hope y'all maybe check it out, maybe rent it, or just learn something through these next couple episodes about how important it is to find your people. And Jenny Allen, I am a big Jenny Allen fan. I do love the If Gathering. I've gone, y'all have heard that, but also she has books, podcasts, and this book in particular really hones in on the idea that we are very lonely as moms. Really that, and then this whole podcast that I've created has focused on that. And so let's do kind of a refresh framing for this podcast, for you, for me. Let's talk about loneliness. Let's talk about friendships. And so today's episode talks about types of friends. And I'm really excited about it. It's a very informational episode. So kind of get ready. It might be a good spot to sit down and even take notes on. But I wanted to start with telling y'all a story. And I've heard pastors talk about this. I've actually heard two pastors say this exact story. So it must be like a common kind of anecdotal story. I don't think it's actually a true story. But it's a story about this bride and her wedding cake. And what I want to remind you is that so many things in life are about perspective. So let's let me tell you the story. What happened was there was this wedding, this bride, this groom, this big wedding, and she had this multi-tier cake. I don't know how many tiers you had on your wedding cake. I had like four and it was beautiful and it was tall. And this bride, she had her multi-tier wedding cake. And when she was about to walk up to go cut the cake with her new husband, the legs on the table that was holding this cake, they were not locked in. And so this cake table collapsed the moment she walked up. And if you think about it, this very expensive multi-tier cake has just been crumbled across the floor. And everybody, as you know, people gathered to watch the bride and the groom cut the cake. I kind of don't know why they do that, but they did. And so they're gathered around and everybody is frozen in silence as they know this bride is staring at so much money and so much planning and so much sadness as she's not going to have those traditional wedding pictures of cutting her cake with her groom. Her cake is across the floor and everybody is frozen staring at the bride. The bride looks up, shakes a big deep breath, and she starts 
belly laughing. And guess what the rest of the room did? Started laughing. And it's such a memorable moment for everybody because they saw how the bride responded to the situation. And honestly, probably is one of those situations where that wedding turned into a scenario and a story that people tell for ages and ages. I mean, I'm telling it to you right now. But if you think about it, at the end of the day, there's still cake on the floor. And it would have gone drastically different if the perspective of the bride was different. So I'm asking you to today, and this could be in lieu of a big question, that what today is on your plate that you need a reframing of your perspective? What's something that you could belly laugh at that in other situations you might be crying at? Just something to think about. And as we enter in this friendship series, there might be some times when you just need a reframing of your perspective. So I'm gonna leave that with you today. I'm gonna go ahead and release you to today's episode. It's very sweet and very fun and very informative. So here we go. Hope you all enjoy. Today, we are really kicking off a couple episode in this series where I'm talking about friends. And it's been on my heart to work through this with y'all because a question I get in my DMs a lot from you is about how I have gotten connected in each city because we've lived in so many. And even a friend at Mops was like, how are you balancing keeping up with your out-of-town friends and your in-town friends? And truthfully, I don't always do that well. I currently have 80 plus text messages that I have to respond to. And I'm just being honest with you that it feels overwhelming sometimes to the point that I freeze and I just take off a couple days of responding just to not live in a daily pressure of being glued to my phone. And we'll talk about this more on next week's episode because today we are laying the groundwork for you to potentially change your thought process of who are potential candidates for friends. And I'll be the first to say that when I lived in Kentucky in my nice, neat bubble, I did not have a lot of different types of friends. But those friends are super deep and I'll always have those. I just feel like I learned to branch out a little bit for what I look for in a new friend. But let's be clear that I have been so in the pits of loneliness that truly anyone with a pulse would have worked. And truly, y'all, we are all made in the image of God. And I have enjoyed being friends with many different types of thinkers, different ages, different backgrounds, different life choices. Because even in Jenny Allen's book, um, Find Your People, which is a book I will cite often in these next couple weeks, Jenny talks about that basically you can boil it down to two buckets, and that are people who need me and people I need. And when we think about our needs, we need to be A, very self-aware to know our needs, but B, recognize that different people fill different needs like social, emotional, intellectual, activity, mentor, close best friend, BFFL, someone who is good at things you're not, or maybe just your husband's friends and their wives. And for me, I've realized that I have three buckets. I have my close inner circle, my out-of-town friends, and my in-town friends. And I had to kind of think of it that way because I spent too much time comparing people to people and it really has helped to remember that I have friends by city in each city that I've lived in and also I have friends by season of life. And you can't quote do life unquote with all these people. So I've had to work to let go of that needing to be available for everyone all the time and completely just emptying my cup. But I do love how Jenny further categorizes the type of friends that are out there. So I'm gonna try to work through those and I'll challenge you to try to picture who is each of these types in your life. And maybe if you hear that you have a gap in a type of friend, be on the lookout for someone to fill that gap. So um, 
If you're reading along, like I said, this is adapted from the book Find Your People by Jenny Allen. I think on page 79, um, she starts by talking about different types of friends. And so I'm going to work through these friends and I'll potentially give a shout out to some of my friends who do fill those buckets. But just know if your name isn't mentioned, there's so many friends of mine that fill so many of these buckets. And I feel very privileged and thankful to say that. But also, I feel like my local friends have just been really sweet in this last little season for me. And so I'm thankful for my local friends here in Seattle. And if this podcast or really just being an adult who's been lonely has taught me anything, that is that I'm always looking for new friends. And if you're ever in a place in your life where you feel like you're not looking for new friends, I really think you should take a hard look in the mirror. (laughs) So before I go too far down the rabbit hole, I'm going to describe these types of friends. So Jenny starts by describing a sage friend, S-A-G-E, sage friend, which is a color that I think at my wedding I had gold and sage as my two colors. So so sage is near and dear to my heart, but so your sage friend, these are your friends that they listen, that they pray with you, they advise you, they're trustworthy. They're the people that are really close to your heart and for good reason. Um, I think of my mom and my bestie who I call almost daily. Like my mom fills a lot of these buckets and my mom's been there for a lot of different forms of me Um, and my best friend she is just um, a constant person in my life and she and my mom um, they hear all sides of me and so there's really no like pretending who I am they hear the good and the bad and they would know what is Anna currently working through right now and then you have your encourager friend so this is your cheerleader they're super positive they see the good in you and they tell you and I have so many sweet friends that fill this bucket I have the friends that you know, I could call with good news that is going on in my life and they are going to be so pumped for me. I have so many friends in New Hampshire. I have so many friends in Louisville that are just those people. Maybe they're not part of the day in, day out life, but they're the people that are just looking to celebrate you. And you really do need those like positive people in your life that love to celebrate you because I think we all just like are in desperate need of being seen. And these people do see you and love to joyfully love on you. But so next is the foxhole friend, foxhole friend. Yeah. Okay. So the foxhole friend, these are the friends that are working beside you. And so I think about like, if you are at work, like truly, if you are a mom that works outside of the home, you probably have foxhole friends because they're like doing life alongside of you. But I also think about there's friends that come to mind that have kids at the same age or that have kids that have gone through similar things in me, or maybe just at the end of the day, sometimes just even an additional mom friend in my life. Those are foxhole friends because they are going through the same thing that I'm going through. But also I think a key point here is these are local friends. These are people that are close to you proximity wise that you interact with them like physically daily. So even though my best friend Kaylin, I would love for her to be my foxhole friend. She is my foxhole friend in a non-proximity sense, but she's not going to be available if I'm like, I need help. Can you come over? She's not going to be that person. These are your local friends who are ready to watch your kids if you go into labor. Or I think of a friend who drove over when I had mastitis last year and who I text before joining a women's group and make sure that she's going to be joining the same one. And I feel like I've been blessed with at least one of these type of friends in each of the cities I've lived in. And this is super important. This is a great friend to have. This will make you feel like you have roots in a city. And like I said, I have a lot of sweet friends, but I come to cities and I don't have my foxhole friends. Those are my friends I'm looking for and really important. They're super important to make you actually start to love a city. 
um, and they're super useful, especially if you live in a city when you don't have community, you don't have your parents nearby. But so the next category of friend is the challenger. And I love this type of friend. This is how I wonder if you know the Enneagram, like this has to mean that I'm closer to an eight than I give myself credit for. But I love a good challenger friend. These friends will tell you the truth and they might not be your easiest friend. Like there's your social friends. There's your friends that like, they don't ask a single question about you, but you have a lot of fun. And then they're your challenger friends who won't let something go honestly and like a godly pursuit of you. And this is probably my sister-in-law, Molly. Um, I just think I share with her a lot of unfiltered good and bad that go on in my life and what I go through. And yes, she's going to be a cheerleader. She'll be the first to cheer me on, but she does not waste an opportunity to say some hard truth. And because of that, her and I have even had some tough spots because she's not going to let something go. I'm not going to let something go. And even though she's younger than me, I feel like I look up to her so much, um, But I'm going to bring stuff to her and she's going to, whether she likes it or not, help me work things out. And there's even been some times when she's like, you're working this out on me and that's not super appropriate. And I appreciate those words. And I also think that there's just this level of trust that comes with your friend. That's the challenger. Um, So I'm thankful I have that. And I wonder if you all have someone in your life that would be that. I think it's really dangerous if we surround ourselves by people who aren't going to challenge you. It's okay to have your cheerleaders who maybe aren't your challengers, but it's not okay to not have a single person in your life that you can kind of talk to if you're wrestling with something. You just don't need the people to be like, yeah, you're right. Like think about if I was going through a hard spot with Christopher, I'm not going to go to my cheerleaders to tell them about what's going on with me and Christopher, because of course they're going to cheer me on. They're going to look for the best in me where my challenger is going to try to weigh out what I'm saying and piece through it all through the lens, of course, of loving me, but they're not just going to tell me what I want to hear. So even in that argument, like it's a really good thing for your challenger to be in your back pocket and to have somebody who knows you, loves you, prays for you. Um, And so even with that, like, you know, that there's a lot of crossover, but I'm just thankful I do have a challenger friend. Um, okay. So then the next one is your fun friend. So I even mentioned like your social friends, but I think in a lot of ways I might be the fun friend for people. And I will totally own that. I love being the fun. Um, this type of person brings the party. They like to laugh. Um, you usually have a same sense of humor and you just spend a lot of time laughing with this person. They kick your bad mood. And, you know, at my Galentine's earlier this year, I just had such a blast and it was full of laughter. There was lots of just lightheartedness. There's sometimes just such a breath of fresh air that comes from being with people who it can feel light with. And like when I go on my girls trip later on this year with all my Kentucky friends, I just always leave feeling so refreshed because I've spent most of the time probably like belly laughing and those people are just really good to have around. And yeah, so the last one that Jenny specifically talks about is your planner friend. And if I think I'm the fun friend, I actually think I'm probably the planner friend. And for the people that know me outside of this podcast, you know that this is me. These are the organized and thoughtful friends. They're going to make the meal train. They're going to remember your birthday. They're going to host you. They're going to set up certain opportunities. They're going to be super detail oriented and I think I am that person for a lot of things. I think that's my default because I'm like, I don't know how to love this person well, except for to do something for them in this matter. And if we're talking about Enneagram, maybe that's why my mom's a two and I have two in me as well. I know that that's such an easy way to love on people. And 
I will say that I do have people in my life. I think of my friend Lindsay, my friend Rachel, like they are super organized and super intentional. And when I'm around these people, I do feel like my blood pressure is very low because I feel like I don't have to carry that load for the whole day, if that makes sense. And I feel like the planners sometimes like they can't be the fun people, but I'll be the first to say, I think I can be a fun person and be a planner. So unite out there for y'all planners. You can also be super fun and you don't have to plan everything in order to bring some value to the situation. And that's me talking in the mirror, looking at myself. But I will also say I wanted to add to this whole array of different types of friends that there is a type of friend that I love, and that's what I'm going to call the talker friend. So these are my fellow mamas who have the gift of gab. And I just feel like I'm immediately drawn to these people because I have a serious issue with silence and they fill that gap for me. And I love that there never feels like there's enough time to talk about things and that we could truly unpack seriously the most simple of thoughts, or they're just good to ask questions and keep the conversation going. And I always look for these type of people, and they might be people who think differently than me, but if they're good at conversation, I just love having those people around. I always think I like find these people and think like, oh, those are the type of people that right or wrong, if I invite them to a party, I'm not gonna worry about them. They'll find their way, they'll talk to someone, they're gonna end up, having a good impression by someone that they just met because they're like, oh yeah, they asked me questions and they made me feel good. And I just think that's a valuable thing that A, we should all put into our arsenal, but B, we should look for as a friend. But so I just said all these different types and I know that each of them are so important and I don't want you to feel worried if you're like, oh, I can't, you know, name one for each category. That takes a lot of time and a lot of intentional pursuit of people And if you're a mom like me with small kids, there's just not a lot of time in the day to do that. And so I'll finish how I started of like, I do not have enough time to keep up with everybody in the whole world. And I will talk on future episodes on why I won't always text you back. And that's because that I'm so sorry. I really do hate that there is this part of this world called like time and it is nothing that I can do to stretch it out, but there's just not enough hours in the day to do all the things I need to do and also get back to everybody. But I just feel like I want to make it really clear here that the most important type of person that you should be friends with um, in this day and age of being so connected across the globe is I don't want you to forget about your people that are local to you. Proximity is so, so important. And next week I go into far, far more detail about this because it is something that I am super passionate about. And with that, I really hope you got something out of today and you were able to think of people that came to mind for this. And if you don't, reach out to me. I'd love to talk to you about it because it's something I'm super passionate about. But yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go, y'all. I hope you enjoyed talking through those different types of friends. And I just feel like y'all are creative people. So if there's a friend that I might've forgotten, if there's a certain type of friend that you're like, no, 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 you missed this. Or I have a friend that crosses over all of these. Well, you just found a unicorn and you should hold that friend near and dear to your heart. But in reality, I don't want any of this episode to come across as judgmental or y'all feeling kind of sad or lonely in the sense that you're like, shoot, I don't have these type of friends. Well, here's what I'll say is that I've been in those situations and I've felt very, very sad. I've looked around and I've thought, I have no one to plan a play date with this week. 
And those periods of loneliness does give you the opportunity to A, focus on your family, focus on your husband, but also go, okay, Lord, what do you have for me? And don't miss an opportunity, y'all. Like I always say, put your foot on the gas pedal, say yes to everything. Monkeys in a barrel. You might meet a friend and be like, this isn't my favorite person in the whole world, but that friend might introduce you to a friend. For me, there's been friends that have brought me to mom's groups that I have met some of my sweetest friends. So don't leave anything out there. Take every opportunity that you have. But also, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Um, We're going to be talking more about friends next week. Next week is going to be titled, I think, something a little drastic as why I won't text you back. And I hope y'all are okay with that. And I hope the friends that I currently am not text back are not going to be mad at me. But I love y'all so much. And I'm thankful that y'all are coming along with me on this friendship journey and this truly whole podcast journey of documenting the ways that I've traveled, moved, felt sad, felt lonely, had babies, and just worked through the inevitable parts of life of gaining, losing friends, and moving. Y'all are really sweet and really, honestly, really kind in your messages to me. So please keep those coming. Those really do give me so much joy. Um, And connect with me on Instagram. I'm thankful for that. Every mom needs a friend. Um, But y'all have the best day. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk next week as we continue this friendship series. Okay, love y'all so much.